the Music Industry 360 podcast. I'm Vanessa, and today we are talking all about SoundCloud monetization. And we have back with us our crowd favorite, Patrick. Crowd favorite, people. (laughs) And we have a special guest here. We have Rob up from our office uh, in New York. Hi, Rob. Hello. All right, so we'll get started. Okay, so whoever wants to answer this, so what is SoundCloud? What is the internet? (laughs) No, what is SoundCloud? Patrick, why don't I take this one? You know, you go ahead and take that one there, Rob. Well, SoundCloud uh, goes back. It was a platform that I think was released when? Like early 2000s? Uh, I think it was in uh, 2016, Rob. I think it was a little (laughs) sooner than that. I think it was around 2006. We can do a fact check on that. But I'd say like around like 2005, 2006, SoundCloud was launched as a revolutionary platform where all of these musicians and and producers had these mp3 files of songs that they had been creating and djs and djs and they had nowhere to share them and uh soundcloud just became that first hub for people to share mp3 files of original music that they had created and the original soundcloud was just that so was soundcloud kind of like the myspace of music it absolutely was (laughs) Um, was isn't it still going? But the it wasn't, still is. But I don't know if uh, you know SoundCloud's been going through a bumpy road since that time, and I don't know if it necessarily holds the same uh, reputation as being that kind of original community. But it it certainly in two thousand six, I think, was that place. But let's look up SoundCloud launch date. But the SoundCloud is the MySpace. Then who is the Facebook? That leads to our next very important question. <laughs> it was 2008 is when SoundCloud was launched. Isn't that what one of you said? I said 2006. He said 2016. Closest without going over, so Rob is the winner. Uh, <laughs> in Mother Russia, uh, the rules are opposite, so actually I win. Thank this you. is Patrick's going to do the rest of the podcast with his Mother Russia accent. The rest of the podcast will be in Mother Poland accent. Mother Poland. <laughs> That's an awful accent, Patrick. It's not awful. <laughs> I just fear we're leaving Vanessa with a lot of stuff to edit out. No, no, this Vanessa. is all good. I'm, oh. I'm keeping this. Oh, we this can we can kept. riff? We oh, can yeah, do absolutely. characters? Vanessa absolutely. will not edit this out. No. <laughs> all right, so to add on to that, um, are there any benefits of being on SoundCloud? Welp, a lot of people use it, so there's that. I think it's still a good platform to, like, freely get your music out there and kind of climb the ladder you know like there are a lot of artists who still hit viral success or like work their way up using soundcloud um yeah you can get your music on soundcloud like on your own like you create your own profile you upload it you don't have to go through a distributor no yeah i guess that is the main benefit is Mm -hmm. it's like it is completely putting the control in the artist the creator's hands they can really do like whatever they want with their music and promote it as much as they want i think it's just like gotten a little cluttered and political yeah because there's a lot of there's a lot of copyright rules that soundcloud's now beginning to follow so whereas soundcloud got its start with djs uploading mixes now people's mixes are getting taken down because they're containing tracks that they're not allowed to distribute technically distribute you know you're you're duplicating a file and sharing it that's distribution right so you can't just take someone else's song, put it in a mix, and then just share it all willy-nilly, right? But So now they're kind of cracking down on a lot of that. 
there's a lot of different um, content algorithms that are just you know paying attention to what's being uploaded so SoundCloud used to be really popular for remixes and bootlegs and then now even that's not so much the case anymore either because a lot of people are getting strikes on their accounts so I mean there is a big benefit to using SoundCloud because it's just so widely adopted and widely used you know you don't technically have to pay anything to access SoundCloud you know I, I mean there's just tons of users using it like Rob said there's a lot of quote-unquote overnight success from SoundCloud too. I mean there's a whole new genre being called SoundCloud rap right now because all these rappers are getting big just off of SoundCloud and it's a totally different type of rap not my cup of tea personally but but uh but it is interesting to see how that's all coming about what Patrick said a issue that SoundCloud especially faces but also a lot of companies in the music industry is being able to like identify certain segments within a mix or an upload that are um, either samples or other people's content that is used either rightfully or without permission and being able to identify what those pieces are and then being able to say either yes this person has permission no this person doesn't have permission and then being able to um, distribute the royalties accordingly based on um, you know how much of the song was used or what part of the song was used and so basically like SoundCloud has and a lot of these platforms now have like a fingerprinting software that analyzes the waveform and then is able to with pretty with a pretty high success rate pick out when another upload may contain that same waveform. And so that's kind of like a first step in um, being able to like keep all all of this content organized, but when it comes down to like hip hop which is heavily based around like sampling. Mm-hmm. You know, for like a big chunk of a sample is used from another song, but it's covered up in drums and all of this other stuff and other instruments and sounds. It's hard to for a software to pick up that waveform. But, um, you know, a big thing could be for SoundCloud to be able to have software that like properly identifies like exactly which pieces are being used from other songs, um, especially with like hip hop content that is constantly using unlicensed samples, all of that stuff. And so I think, yeah, a big like race right now is just for people to develop some sort of software that like is able to very specifically analyze waveforms and pick out certain pieces within songs. I think that's something that like if SoundCloud can do it right, then that's a huge bonus for their platform that would help them a lot, like in terms of their audience, in terms, you know, financially as well. Um, So that's just what I think that SoundCloud should be focusing on. Makes sense to me. A Russian friend, do you have any input? Well, <laughs> yeah, no, if uh, and if they continue to uh, improve on their monetization program too, because uh, it's it's very uh, it's very new. I think it's you know maybe three or so years old, <clears throat> as opposed to YouTube that's been doing it for maybe ten years or something. I don't know. And um, the capabilities that SoundCloud has, as opposed to YouTube, is a fraction and. Um, you know, there's a lot more. SoundCloud pays out more per monetized play than YouTube does, but you get more monetized plays on YouTube than you would SoundCloud just because of how things work behind the scenes. So it's just kind of a weird situation, and they could definitely improve on it over time. I'm sure they will. But. Well, I actually had a question about um, what is the difference between 
SoundCloud Go, which is their the streaming part of it, right? Mm-hmm. And then um, the Pro version, and then wait, I have SoundCloud Go Pro and Unlimited versus SoundCloud monetization. Well, for starters, uh, SoundCloud Pro and Unlimited, that, those are just those are just accounts that you get from SoundCloud uh, to be able to upload the content yourself. So those are just their memberships. So it's almost like saying, well, what's the difference between Spotify Freemium and Spotify Premium? You know, mm-hmm. but SoundCloud Go. And SoundCloud monetization, SoundCloud Go is their their streaming platform. That's like, hey, we're competing with Spotify. So you would just pay as a user, not a, not necessarily a content creator. As a user, you would pay <clears throat> to be able to listen to tracks that are on SoundCloud Go's platform. Otherwise, if you're just a free user, tracks that are specifically on SoundCloud Go will just show up as a 30-second preview. And the SoundCloud monetization is essentially just monetizing the tracks ads may or may not appear when you play the track they don't always have to appear but uh as long as it's over a 30 second play within the platform or mobile app it'll generate ad revenue for the person that is actively monetizing the content so um soundcloud go has you'll see a lot more of the mainstream artists on that platform versus the the free account yeah generally bigger labels major labels things like that where they really where they really want to try to monetize the content as much as possible in terms of in terms of trying to get people to uh, subscribe because you're getting ad revenue and you're also getting subscription revenue and different things like that. Um, there's a lot of different factors going on behind the scenes, but Symphonic Distribution in particular was distributing to SoundCloud Go uh, for a little while when the platform first opened up, but right now it's on pause simply because SoundCloud's continuing to uh, improve what they have going on behind the scenes. Um, And we'll probably be reopening the delivery to SoundCloud Go shortly again, I'm sure. And the other thing with SoundCloud Go is that that's where whitelisting comes into play, and we haven't really touched on that yet, but, I mean, that's where whitelisting comes into play because if your music is on SoundCloud Go if someone does try to upload your song to their profile, the fingerprinting will kick in and essentially give them a strike because it's like, no, this is this person's song um, unless the profile is whitelisted and then they're okay to upload it. But yeah, SoundCloud Go just protects the content and fingerprints it really. And so you may hear the term SoundCloud ID here and there sometimes that has to do with SoundCloud Go. So I did have that further down. Uh, what is So what exactly is whitelisting? And how do people get signed up for it? Rub. <laughs> oh, it's our Russian friend. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like Patrick touched on, whitelisting essentially, like, for example, say an artist has their own artist profile that they upload their content to. And then they're also working through a distributor who may distribute the same content, say, to SoundCloud Go. There, the fingerprint would have analyzed the original track that the original artist uploaded to their own profile. And that would have created like a strike or a conflict with the content that was distributed by their distributor. And so whitelisting just like verifies that they're the same artist working through a distributor and basically prohibits there from being any strike once a distributor uploads content so that like both pieces of content could exist. So the artist could potentially like get an email saying like, hey, Symphonic or whoever they've gone with, um, 
has a copyright claim of the track that's on their own profile. Right. Unless they whitelist it. Yeah. Okay. Well, so for example, if, um, like say for example, a label or even an independent artist were to distribute content, right? Maybe a single. And they upload it to their profile through SoundCloud Go and they whitelist it. That's all well and good. That's fine. Um, but what happens if maybe there's some kind of a, a promotional network on SoundCloud with several hundred thousand followers and that promo network's like, hey, let us post the track as well. You know, maybe we'll run a download gate through it or give it away for free and get you some followers and stuff um, if we can post it to our own channel. So that could potentially create a strike for that promotional network because they're uploading a track that someone else owns uh, and has, you know, ownership over. Um, So that label or that independent artist would go to the distributor and say, hey, this channel is planning on uploading the track. Can you whitelist their profile? So that way they do not get a strike. Uh, because the general rule of thumb with SoundCloud is once you have three strikes, your account is gone, like no questions asked. Oh, wow. So they it's just like have, they, yeah, <laughs> they just have a uh, zero tolerance policy on, on copyright strikes. And, but they do, when they do issue those strikes, they tell you why they let you dispute it. And then if you successfully dispute it, it doesn't count as a strike as one of those three. But, you know, people that are actively uploading bootlegs, and, and uploading content that they clearly don't have the right to re-upload themselves, you know, they'll eventually get their account taken down. Which, by the way, kind of fun, kind of fun segue here into a little loophole is you may see a lot of artists with their main account and then an artist might create another account. So, like, if I go by the artist Apples and Bananas and then I create a second account on SoundCloud called apples and bananas too, or apples and bananas bootlegs or something like that. I can use that second account to upload all the bootlegs I shouldn't technically be uploading, use a download gate so I can give the song away for free and get people to follow my main account. And then if that second account ends up getting taken down from strikes, hey, no harm, no foul. The main account's still going. The main account got all the followers and I'll just create another bootleg account, you know? So you, you may end up seeing more and more people doing that. And anyone that's listening here, you're Especially welcome. Especially now, yeah. <laughs> you're welcome. That's some premium insider advice. Yeah, I mean, you might as well pay you might as well PayPal me $50 right now, everyone that's listening. <laughs> Why don't you give your PayPal uh, it's, information? It's youanimalsmusic at gmail.com. And what's your password? The password is iHeartRob. No, Patrick! <laughs> <laughs> So how much does SoundCloud monetization cost? Like, is it included with your distribution or is it a separate fee? It's about $3 per 1,000 monetized long listens. I think she's I think she's wondering what? how much it costs to opt in. Yes. <laughs> I was just talking to myself. <laughs> <laughs> you guys could do I think it. it's like $5 for 20 chicken nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> to go, please. <laughs> Uh, it doesn't cost anything to opt in for SoundCloud monetization through Symphonic distribution. Opt in, everything gets set up within a week generally, just between all the hands it passes. And then uh, Symphonic will keep 30% of the, the ad revenue for upkeep of the service. Do they have to be a client 
of Symphonics to opt in, or can they, can you be like an outsider and just say, I have this big profile. Can I can you guys monetize it for me? They do have to be a client. Oh. Yeah, you have to you have to create an account with us, but you don't have to uh, distribute the content. So you, you can know. only distribute to SoundCloud through us, but you do have to be a client and have a Symphonic account. Just so we have some place to put the royalties, at least. Is but, it free to get that account with us, or you actually have to pick a? Well, if, if you create deal. if you create an artist account, it's twenty five bucks. It's a one time twenty five dollar fee to create the account, um, and then you don't pay that every year. You don't pay it ever again uh, but once you have that artist account set up that's when you can opt in for a lot of the different services that symphonic offers that may or may not even cost anything to opt in such as soundcloud which doesn't cost anything to opt in. so basically if they're not distributing through us but they want to have their soundcloud profile monetized they would just pay the 25 dollars, and then you'd be good to go right okay. yep that's it that was the long answer for what I needed. No, okay. <laughs> Whatever. You answered your own question, I Vanessa. Did, yes. You don't even you need know, us. I figured it out. You just <laughs> talked to yourself for half an hour. Yeah. Well, you know, a lot of this actually, uh, to plug another thing, but a lot of this info can be found on our, our help desk. You know, that's where actually I found a lot of the answers to the questions. What's the URL to the help desk? Oh, well, there's, there's several, isn't there? But the one I use is www.symphonic.help. Or the one I use is http colon forward slash forward slash symphonic dot help you guys got that right you can go http colon forward slash forward slash bit dot ly forward slash oh my god i need help with soundcloud monetization symphonic and that's a real link that is actually a real link that we have set up or will set up by the time by the time this podcast is out, it'll yeah. definitely be set up. We're gonna have a ticket where someone said, "I tried this link because you guys said it worked and it didn't work." <laughs> or it'll be a link that leads to like a awesome promotion. Yeah, like, or it'll probably just like lead to free... Patrick's SoundCloud. <laughs> <laughs> it might do both. <laughs> it might lead to my SoundCloud that has a voice saying, "Congratulations, you've won." <laughs> Please go to the link, www, and then it's another long link. Yeah. Well, it's like a, it's a loop, basically. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like the thing with Alexa and the, the thing where, it, um, what was the other program? Yeah. The video with Alexa. Siri? And, I don't know. Was it, yeah, Alexa and Siri, where they just said, like, Siri, can you do this? And then Siri's like, Alexa, and it just kept doing a loop. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's eventually how robots will, like, take over the world, is two uh, smart home devices will just, like, plot against killing everyone. They're like, hey, Siri, like, do you have arms? And like, no, but I can build them. And then they'll build them. They'll build arms. Wow, we're, we're at work. Yes. <laughs> Messed up. That'll be devastating to come home and you're like, Siri is like doing your dishes. Don't sit down, Patrick. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Doing you think dishes? that now. But two weeks down the road when it locks in your own bedroom, set your mattress on fire. Got some Skynet stuff going on right now. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's let's get this back on track here. So, um, oh, it's on track. <laughs> yeah, we, we, this is going exactly this as we is, planned. This is in the help center. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're just reciting what's in the help center. It's the deepest part of our help center. <laughs> it's help. My Siri grew arms. <laughs> You'll go put that in the search bar. And just be like, How can Symphonic help me? My Siri grew arms. <laughs> 
Anywho. Well, you can um, start by setting everything on fire. Yeah. Okay. All right, guys. Um, <laughs> Let's how, refocus. Refocus. Yes. Yeah. So if someone is opted in and we're monetizing it for them, how do they get paid and when do they get paid? Well, they get paid in cold, hard cash. Or Bitcoin. No, Bitcoin. That's all mine. Um, I'll let Rob answer that question. All right. Well, can a lot of... Are we addressing if... Can you make a lot of money on SoundCloud? Yeah, both. Okay. The truth is, you can't make a lot of money on SoundCloud, but you can make a lot of money on one platform in the music industry these days. You got to diversify. Got to get your music out in all of these different platforms, all of these different ways. And each one of those will just generate a little bit of revenue here and there. So I wouldn't miss SoundCloud. I wouldn't ignore it. But it's definitely not uh, the main platform you should be focusing on. But it is within uh, you know one of your top five that you definitely have to be aware of. And uh, will make you a little bit of money. I but would, it won't make you stinking rich. And I, I would say... <clears throat> You know, whenever I'm talking to people about SoundCloud monetization, I would say, you know, if SoundCloud is a focus of yours, then do it. You know, if you have if you have less than 10,000 plays per track, then it's almost borderline like, well, maybe that's not really a focus of yours, you know, because if you get say you're getting a thousand plays per track and then maybe 500 of those thousand plays are monetized plays. That's a that's like a dollar fifty. You know, it's clearly not a focus of yours to grow your SoundCloud. You want to monetize a platform that's important to you. But if you're getting maybe a hundred thousand plays or more, I mean, that's like a no-brainer at that point. I mean, a hundred thousand plays could possibly be fifty thousand plays, and then that's a hundred fifty bucks right there. So if you're consistently putting out singles or albums and getting those kind of plays, I mean, that's a nice little chunk of change to have on the side from a platform that's not really the focus because. Aside, just like Rob said, SoundCloud shouldn't be the focus. There's so many other platforms. I mean, there's iTunes for digital downloads, Spotify for streaming, YouTube and YouTube Content ID for fingerprinting. I mean, the list goes on. So SoundCloud could be one of those that helps uh, provide additional income, but you should really only consider if you even if it's a focus. I mean, sometimes I help out, and I know Rob helps out people too, where it's like, you know, maybe they have 10 plays and they're wondering how their monetization's going. And it's like, is is it really important that yeah, at you that point monetize 10 plays? It's definitely more of a uh, deterrent at that point. You know, if you're averaging like 10 plays a, a month and you've got an advertisement at the beginning of your track, there's just not that, there's nothing that's really beneficial out of that. So I think that's a great piece of advice for like, you know, 100,000 plays plus you're generating a bit of revenue. Yeah. Even and if you get even if you get ten thousand plus, might as well get monetization set up. You know, maybe you know your future tracks will, con- as you continue to grow, you'll already have the monetization set up. But, I mean, I would just consider it if you have over ten thousand. Is there a time limit where they can get the content monetized? Because, like, say they've had SoundCloud well since two thousand eight, so like seven years. Can you monetize the content from five years ago, or is it just going forward? Well, you can you can monetize anything on your profile, even if you uploaded it five years ago. Okay. But you're not you going to collect, collect yeah. royalties or like generate revenue from a back like back right. plays or anything. So like you that. can't, or you can. You cannot. Can't. Okay. Yeah, because because revenue is only being generated once ads start playing. Okay. So there's so no there's no revenue in, to collect from. 
when it's monetized, that's when they add, start adding the ads to it right. and stuff. Okay. Right. So if they're thinking about starting the SoundCloud account now, they should definitely opt in the monetization now then. So, because if they have like a, a track that has 100,000 plays, but it wasn't monetized and they've lost out right. on that, that sucks. It does. People get <laughs> irritated. They hit me up all the time like, hey, I have like a million plays. And I want to collect money for it, but I want to like activate my monetization now. It's like, dude, that's not how this industry works. Yeah, and also don't and also don't use those fake ass marketing companies that are gonna juice your plays because people talk to me and Rob about like a million plays, five million plays, and I'm like, Oh, I'm sure, buddy. <laughs> yeah. The because, numbers don't add up sometimes. Yeah. And it's always pretty pretty obvious. You can tell very quickly when somebody when something's suspicious. First it's not hard first to red tell. flag I look at. Oh, 5 million plays on a track, but you have like 30 followers. That doesn't add up. Mm-hmm. Oh, 5 million plays on a track, but all of your other tracks have like 100 plays. Okay, well, that doesn't add up. You know, there's there's organic following and organic plays, and you can tell what that is. And because of the way that SoundCloud's monetization system is set up is that the plays have to be within the platform. So those marketing companies that are just juicing plays to make it look like, you know, you have a ton of plays – they're using SoundCloud's API and just generating those plays falsely. But that API isn't causing ads to appear. You know, mm. those APIs aren't playing 30 seconds of a track. They're just refreshing the track, so to speak. So there's a lot of, there's a lot of uh, systems in place that SoundCloud has to make sure that they're not paying out on fake plays. I mean, that would be ludicrous. So yeah. it's been my experience with this podcast that anytime either juicing your plays or juicing your views is a big no, no, like just don't do it. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. especially nowadays, like there may have been a time where it was first a thing where you could buy likes and follows and subscribes where it could have helped you like maybe get a show booked or something like that. Mm. But you know, like people today are looking for like genuine engagement, you know, and you can't really buy that. Yeah. Like that's not going to cost you like one cent per engagement. There's just no such thing. But here's the thing: is like, it's funny because people just want to find shortcuts, and that's the no-no. Because at the end of the day, what's that going to do for you? Mm-hmm. You know. But someone like St- Steve Aoki, if he's getting, you know, five hundred thousand plays on a track organically, and then he's like, you know what, I'm going to juice it another five hundred thousand. I mean. That's technically, I mean, that's wrong, but it's fine because it's like, well, it's, it's Steve Aoki. You still have a massive following that's mm-hmm. organic, clearly. Why would he want to juice it more, though? <clears throat> it just makes it look like it's that much bigger. Yeah. But at least at least people are actually listening to the music. It's yeah. harder to, to detect at that point. You know, it's mm-hmm. like if you really looked into the analytics, you might be able to tell, like, the percentage that was actually genuine and whatnot, but... You know, when it's like 500,000 extra on top of 500,000, you know, there's a lot of people like engaging regardless. So. Yeah. The second, if you're a local DJ trying to make it as a producer and you're and you're DJing for like $50 gigs and then you're trying to brag and get bookings based off of 5 million plays on your SoundCloud profile, people are going to, you're going to blacklist yourself because people are going to think you're a joke like Mm -hmm. you just don't do that that's it's stupid it's it has to be organic you have to be patient and and that's that's gotta work hard there aren't any shortcuts i remember when i first launched a soundcloud profile when i was making music a while back 
I YouTube like how to get followers on SoundCloud. And I think one of the suggestions was just that you go through a bunch of random profiles and follow a bunch of people. Uh, and then, then like one out of five will follow you back. Yeah. I just spent hours doing that and eventually got up to like, you know, thousand or something followers. But my profile like was still dead, you know, like yeah, nobody no genuinely gen- wanted to hear yeah. my music. It was just a bunch of random like high school kids. Yeah. Probably living with their parents, you know, eating Easy Mac that their mom made, going to some boarding school, like failing out of school. I was about to say, what's wrong with that other than the boarding school? But you know. Oh, no, I love Easy Mac. Just <laughs> put a little bit of salsa in it. <laughs> okay, so now we have... Okay, so now we're at the point where the artist has... Their account has been monetized and they've gotten, you know, millions of views. Um, do you have an exact number of how much to get paid? And then how do they get paid out through, like, say, Symphonic? I'll let Rob answer that Symphonic. one. <laughs> <laughs> It's about $3 per 1,000 monetized long listens. Long listens being over 30 seconds. Over, long listen is over 12 inches. <laughs> <laughs> over 12 inches of playtime on, on the screen. Yeah, playtime with SoundCloud is measured in, in a distance, and it's pixels per foot. You are oh, confusing our five, listeners. A five-minute song is about 12 kilometers. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> all right so you're gonna need $3. to daisy chain three <laughs> monitors together to get a five minute song to play properly if so, you only have small <laughs> i'm so sorry vanessa <laughs> if you only have small monitor the track will only play so far before you have to daisy chain next monitor to play the next segment of song you will only get first drop of song unless you have a second monitor to play second drop so very bad for dubstep people that listen to long music you know because only one screen can only fit so much data you know it's like (laughs) cuts it off can you imagine if someone's like skipping through the podcast and they get this far also they got this russian guy talking like who's that they will be gotta get a second monitor (laughs) (laughs) all right let's bring it back rob okay so you said two dollars Per three dollars per thousand monetized listens, three rupees or three rupees. So, if you think about it, like a hundred thousand plays is what like 300 bucks. I can't do math, I think it's around that sounds right. (laughs) Yeah, so that's not bad, it's pretty good money. It's good money, but if you think about it, like, yeah, a hundred thousand plays are a lot, a lot of plays. Well, if you put out, you know, if you're an independent artist and you're putting out a single every three weeks maybe you know just to keep engagement there and yeah so you do get a hundred thousand plays you know that's uh just from one platform you know that could be anywhere from 150 to 300 bucks um just per single and that's you know that's that's you doing nothing that's just soundcloud i mean it's really not hard to set up and it's not something you have to maintain the only downside is if you know, you're playing an advertisement before your track, but it's not something that you have to like organize in any way. Just opt in. And ads and ads won't play every single time either. So you don't. I, a lot of the times when I talk about monetization with certain people, they're like, "Oh no, never mind," because I don't want to like disenfranchise or alienate my fan base mm-hmm. by having ads. But actually, if you were, if you were to play ten tracks or even the same song over and over and over and over, you may just see an ad once per day like that's really it you're not going to have ads every single time and even if an ad does not play 
on a monetized track, as long as it's 30 seconds long, it will count as a monetized play. An ad does not have to play. Uh, is there anything else that I haven't asked that you guys feel should be discussed? I don't know if there's like... Maybe we can talk about more loopholes in SoundCloud and get people to listen in and be like, oh, loopholes. SoundCloud hacks? SoundCloud life hacks. Hello. So the main thing <laughs> I wanted more. to... <laughs> the main thing I wanted to reaffirm, though, is if you are already a Symphonic client, um, you have to opt into this service. It isn't automatically assigned to you. Yeah. Okay, so that you do that through your account with Symphonic MS. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And if you're, you know, you could be distributing. If you're happy with another distributor and you're sticking it out there, we can take care of SoundCloud monetization. If you begin to distribute through Symphonic Distribution, but maybe you're already monetizing through someone else, we can we can get those uh, those rights transferred over too. So there's a lot there's a lot that can be interchanged and. There's also yeah. one thing we can mention, and that is that Symphonic has a pretty handy built-in uploader tool so that anytime you upload a release, you can choose for it to go to your SoundCloud profile. And so as an artist, if you opt into monetization, you can choose to use the Symphonic uploader or you can upload through directly to your own profile, your own SoundCloud, and still we can monetize as long as you're, you link that information to your Symphonic account. That's convenient, so you don't have to do it twice, mm-hmm. basically just upload yeah. once and then, yeah. And it's like you just upload a release as you would for any other, and then mm-hmm. it just goes out to whatever platforms you want. What are you guys' SoundCloud accounts so like we can tell people to go check them out? Um, I don't know if I'm down to plug my SoundCloud. <laughs> uh, well, mine is soundcloud.com slash animals. the letter U, animals. And my artist collective, soundcloud.com slash animal pack collective. That is a great radio voice. That is a really great radio voice. <laughs> I'll plug uh, something I've been listening to on SoundCloud. There's actually something that a client of ours sent over. Oh, is it, uh, is it Jeannie? She's great. She's, uh, on, she's on the come up. I, I tell you. I tell you. I don't know who that I is. I tell you. She's from New York. She is new. What she is trapping it up. She is just on fire. She is lit, fam. Uh, it actually was Jeannie. <laughs> <laughs> that is a coworker of ours. In case you guys haven't. And know. she actually is, is she, paying us to mention. This. Is she a coworker? <laughs> I didn't. Uh, she doesn't. She's been a four-year intern at this point. She doesn't get. She's not on the payroll. We're just plugging. Yeah. We she, told her, hey, you put in two years of work. We will plug your SoundCloud in two years. So basically, on the podcast, what's this like? Forty listeners, or, and then like one out of those forty might go to her profile. Yeah, and so that's pretty much what but that she is. Out one of it. real organic listener. That's what it's all about. Just, yeah, what that, it's all about. <laughs> would you rather juice a million plays or get one organic listener? Brand deals. That's what it's about. All right. Well, I think that will wrap up our segment here on SoundCloud and SoundCloud monetization because we did kind of both there. So, Vanessa. Yes. What kind of upcoming events we got going on, by the way? I actually don't have any upcoming events or any company news to share as of right now, but... Well, you know what, Vanessa? Let me let me ask you something. Yes. You know, what are you listening to right now? Ooh. That's a real hot take. That's a... 
that's, that's a good a, question. Yeah, that's a great question. You know, it just came to me. It just came to me. I'm listening to Jeannie on SoundCloud. <sighs> Jeannie, she's the best. <laughs> just to clarify, if you go to soundcloud.com slash genie it'll go to an artist who's based out of china that is not the artist we're wanting to endorse (laughs) how many followers does this chinese a lot more than genie oh (laughs) than our genie oh that is not that's no no we don't need to talk about that (laughs) does she have an instagram well thanks so much for having us vanessa this has just been a whale of a time thanks for being on the podcast i appreciate you guys oh my god genie music has an instagram All right, guys. Thanks for listening. I'm Vanessa, and I'm here with Rob and Patrick. You guys want to say goodbye? Thanks for joining us. Yes, I had to murder Patrick. My name is (laughs) Patrick. Goodbye. (laughs) Bye, guys.